This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. On the phone with me now is Asha Ahmad Bias Daniels. She is the Taft Museum of Art, Duncanson Artist in Residence. It's our pleasure to welcome Asha to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Asha. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, you have roots right here in Cincinnati. You are actually a Cincinnati native. You went to St. Ursula's the University of Cincinnati. You have very deep roots here in this city. Absolutely. I am a proud uh, member of the Queen City, as I like to call it. Uh, born and raised here in Avondale. And like you said, I went to Santa Arsenal Academy. I'm a really proud University of Cincinnati DAP graduate, and I love my city. All right. Now, fashion. Did you always know you wanted to be a designer? Is that something that you always knew about yourself? You know, interestingly enough, I was always a very, like, analytical, book smart kind of kid, and I loved fashion, but I never knew that I could make a career out of it. Um, So in school, I kind of always thought, you know, I'll be a doctor, a lawyer, something like that. Um, And then I had a really amazing teacher at Santa Rosa Academy, Allison Probst. Um, And she was the one who kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I could make a career out of this. Uh, So, so yeah, the the short answer of it is no, I did not know that I wanted to be a fashion designer, but I knew I always had a love for fashion and making a statement through clothing and being creative and kind of using fashion as therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, So in high school, I was really excited to kind of have this new world open up to me. Okay. So do you remember the first piece you designed and you, you made the pattern and everything? You made the design, you drew it out, and you actually saw it come to life. Yeah. So funny. So my mom, um, she actually grew up sewing herself. So I was always watching what she made and kind of in awe of her talent. Um, and I don't think she would even consider herself a designer, but she's honestly one of the most talented designers that I know. Um, but when I got into it, I started off hand sewing things. So I would take scraps from, you know, old projects my mom would have or old like bed sheets, whatever fabric I could get my hands on. And I would hand sew things for my little sister. And she was like my life size Barbie doll. Um, (laughs) And interestingly enough, like throughout my entire career, she's always been my go-to muse. When I was in school at DAP, she used to come and model for me during my crits and my fashion shows. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that she will make a cameo at my residency. So growing up, who did you look to for your influences or very early on in your teenage years? Who did you think was fashionable? Oh, man. Okay, so I, I'll have to give you two. So one I've already mentioned, um, my mom, absolutely just like her style in the 70s. I wish she would have saved more of her pieces for me. She <laughs> saved a few of them. Um, but I always love like that elegant, high-waisted, like showing off your silhouette in a really tasteful way. Um, just kind of beauty, like her afro, her high-waisted bell-bottom jeans, her crop tops. Um, I kind of have my own spin on that, that I do present day. Um, And then aside from that, who I still present day really go up for is the queen herself, Beyonce. So Ah. definitely loved her in Destiny's Child. Used to love the way she dressed um, and really saw a lot of myself and my friends in her. She was a great representation of black women um, and showing like our style that so often gets overlooked or, um, you know, kind of written off as being urban or hood 
or ghetto. And it's funny because all of that stuff is celebrated present day. Um, and she was definitely one of the pioneers that I really looked up to. And still to this day, I absolutely love her. Now, what is it that makes a good designer, Asha? You know, I think a good designer is someone that can be inspired um, just really naturally. So I think that's one of my, really my my biggest strength as a designer is that when I started my formal education in fashion, I was really ignorant to the world of fashion and what had come before me. Um, so I was kind of like just raw talent and I would come up with these ideas or I would drape on a mannequin um, or sketch things out and I would show it to some of my instructors and I'd be like, okay, now how... What, you know, what's the game plan? How can I make this? And they'd be like, eh, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think part of like that ignorant approach um, that I had is what really kind of made the things that I would design really unique um, and like push myself creatively. So I think a talented fashion designer is someone who can find inspiration anywhere um, in movies and music and nature and other people and culture um, and can really take a unique raw um, inspiration and turn it into gold, so to speak. Um, I think a lot of the fashion world present day really gets watered down with people just knocking off each other's ideas and um, just following what trends are out there. And I think that that's great. And there's definitely a market for that. But what really inspires me as an artist is designers that really push the needle forward um, and come up with stuff that you're like, how did you even come up with that? How did you make that? And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Asha Ahmad Bias Daniels. For more information about her, you can reach out to us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there. Now, you've seen her on shows like Project Runway, Under the Gun. Now, let's talk about Project Runway. How did you get that show and what was that whole process like getting on the show? Tell us about that, if you will. Oh, man. Okay, so... Um, I was wrapping up my time at DAP, getting ready to graduate, and I really had a great experience. So um, shameless plug for DAP <laughs> is that I always tell the girls that I mentor or if anyone you know needs advice on where to go to school or how to start their career, I think DAP does a great job with their co-op program. Um, so I really had a lot of real-world experience just in college from interning um, at a range of places from corporate fashion design houses to couture design houses. Um, And after that experience, I knew what I loved was the couture, the creative, the artistic side of the fashion world. And um, I, my experience, my last two internships at Marquesa, which is a couture designer, um, I was blessed enough to be able to show my talent off. And I was put into a really, really like unheard of position for an intern that I ended up designing their showpiece for their couture bridal show. Um, So I knew that I had the chops to do what I wanted to do. But also, if you know anything about the fashion world, um, if you're starting off and you want to do couture work for a couture designer, you're likely going to live in a big city and not make a lot of money and not get to take any credit for your work. And that just wasn't for me. So I knew I wanted to do my own thing. And if I was going to struggle, I wanted to struggle for my own namesake. Um, and just really thinking thinking about my legacy and you know the mark I wanted to leave on the fashion world and in this world in general. So I got an email inviting me to audition for Project Runway. 
And so I jumped at the chance and I guess, let's see, to make a long story short, um, you kind of submit a digital portfolio, tell them a little bit about yourself, you create a little video, and then they start to pick people to come in to show their pieces to a board of designers. So I got chosen for that, um, went to Chicago to do that. And heartbreakingly enough, I made it to like the final round. Like I was at the point where they said to me this week, pack your bags. Like you may get a call that you're going to go to New York and you're going to shoot with us um, for the actual show for making the final cast and got my heart broken. They called me and they said, Oh, you're great, but we've kind of already cast your, um, your character, so to speak. Uh, if you know anything about reality. TV. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's totally characters, and it's funny because the person that was my character on that season, I'm really good friends with. But <laughs> anyway, um, so because they knew me already and they liked me, they invited me back, and I kind of got to skip that whole beginning part of the process since I had already done that the first time around. And they selected me for Project Runway Under the Gun, and yeah, the rest is history. Okay, so what is it like? designing under the cameras, the lights and the cameras for that show, because that has to be a lot of pressure there, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Definitely a situation that mirrors that phrase, pressure makes diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, it's, it's a really stressful situation and it's actually a lot worse than what it looks like on TV. Wow. So, yeah. So for example, when you watch shows like Project Runway, you think that each challenge happens once a week, right? And then the designers get time throughout that week to kind of like leisurely make things. And then next week they get to rest until next week's challenge. So those challenges are actually filmed back to back and sometimes twice in one day. Um, The hours are really crazy. You're mic'd pretty much 24-7. And really, like, I went into reality TV already being a fan of reality TV and being smart enough to know that um, depending on what I give the producers, they can make me look really great or really bad. And it's really just like the roll of the dice, whatever I'm going to get. Um, so I was always really like conscious, not just of like trying to make sure that I did great work that I was proud of, but also like really wanting to make my, my family and friends proud and not, you know, pop off or act crazy or be a mess on TV. So <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of pressure. Um, and to really like to turn out creativity that quickly and to force yourself to be inspired to sketch something in 30 minutes and then to have 30 minutes in a huge um, fabric store that you're not familiar with and then to go and like have to bust that work. It definitely showed me that, um, that I am doing what I was put on earth to do because I think I handled the pressure really well, but definitely stressful, definitely will test not just your mental state, but also um, your abilities as a designer. I understand that you created pieces for people like Little Big Town and Zandaya. Tell us about those experiences. And that had to be really exciting for you. Yeah, definitely. I'll say one of the things that I'm most proud of from my stint on Project Runway Under the Gun and Project Runway All-Stars 
is that so a lot of times on those shows, I would feel like, man, I'm being overlooked or I'm being cheated out of this win. So, yeah, that can be really frustrating when you're in a situation like that. But what I'm really proud of is on both of those seasons, they always have a celebrity challenge where a celebrity will come on and then they'll choose and actually wear one of the pieces that one of the designers have created. So when I was on Project Runway Under the Gun, um, I was the winner for the celebrity challenge for Zendaya, and she actually wore my piece on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my stint on Project Runway All-Stars, Little Big Town came on, and um, I designed a piece for them for the Academy of Country Music Awards. So, so yeah, nice. it's really one of the things that I was like, you know, there's a lot of politics that goes on with wins and who gets kicked off and who gets to stay on, on shows like that. But I always found validation in the fact that this is a celebrity who actually has to wear this in real life. So them choosing me for the win and actually wearing my pieces was just huge validation in a situation where you can often question yourself. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. You'll find out more about our guest, Asha Ama Bias Daniels. She is the Taft Museum of Arts, Duncanson Artist in Residence. We'll talk more about that in a second. Now, I know a lot of times when you see these high couture um, shows and you see some of the things that the women are wearing and I'm sitting next to my wife and my wife is like, I would never wear that. That's not even <laughs> that's not even realistic. <laughs> What's up with those designs? <laughs> you know, so I that's part of what I really love about fashion um, is that it doesn't always have to be functional and that it doesn't always have to make sense. Um, <laughs> and you know, that's honestly where I usually get most inspired is when things don't really make sense. So you're All like, right. where would you wear that in real life? Okay, like, yes. <laughs> uh, so I definitely understand that. Um, but I like, I feel like I'm doing my best work when I put out pieces like that. So, okay. so yeah, I, it, it's really a matter of preference. There's definitely a market for wearable fashion, but I love like those artistic pieces that you're just like, what in the world is that? And who would wear that? <laughs> but isn't it important to, that you feel comfortable in what you're in, no matter what it is? Uh, so see, <laughs> so women probably say no because you guys wear those high heel shoes. Uh-huh. So me and we don't get that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you might be asking the wrong person. But, you know, honestly, um, like outside of the practical side of being comfortable, what really makes me comfortable is when I have a fabulous uncomfortable outfit on that I know I live with. So, so it really just depends on like what kind of comfort we're talking. <laughs> all right, all right. There you go. There you go. Now, let's talk about this. Now, this is really exciting. You have your own clothing line, and I understand that the events of the past year, 2020, inspired this new line. Tell me about that. Yeah, so, okay, without giving too much away, because I want you to come to my residency events and actually see it in person. (laughs) All right. Um, But, yeah, I actually, so I think just about everyone found the year 2020 to be extremely traumatic, heartbreaking, exhausting. All of those. Um, yes. It, all of the above, right? Right. So um, so I was kind of like searching. I'm, I'm like, you know, this honestly just feels like there's something going on that's like a bigger picture here. And it seems like we're just too close up on it to be able to see it. 
Um, and so I kind of like went on this search and, um, and was kind of like trying to figure out like what the meaning of like all these weird, like horrible events that were happening. Um, and so I, I did some like meditation work. I, I, whenever I'm trying to find inspiration, I always pray. Um, I definitely like the most amazing designer to me is our creator. So um, I often look to the creator to find inspiration. And so I'm going to do a lot of work on identity, specifically black female identity, um, mm-hmm. and just like breaking down stereotypes and all of that mixed in with the meaning of last year and really the events that are going on present day. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're celebrating Black History Month. We're talking to local women who are making black history today. On the phone with me is Asha Amab Bias Daniels. She is the current Duncanson artist in residence at the Taft Museum. Now, explain to our listeners exactly what that means, Asha. Um, so the residency is actually really, really amazing. Um, if you're not familiar, Robert S. Duncanson is a is really one of our own, um, but he was a landscape artist. And he really opened a lot of doors for people like myself, um, so for Black artists. Like, the work that he did and what he was able to accomplish in his lifetime was really unheard of. Um, and I'm just so, 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 so grateful for this residency, which um, happens every year. And this year, uh, lucky for me, the theme is fashion. So I was chosen for this year's Duncanson Artist in Residence. Um, but there have been a lot of great artists black artists who have come before me and have received this honor as well. Um, But yeah, the program was established in 1986 by the Taft Museum of Art and the Robert S. Duncanson Society. And to sum it up, it honors achievements of contemporary black artists working in a variety of disciplines. All right, good. And so what was it like for you when you found out that you were going to receive the residency? What was that like for you? And they only choose one a year, is that right? That's correct. Um, honestly, it was just a huge blessing. Like like I was saying earlier, 2020 was really trying, and I think it was a really dark place for a lot of us, and it was just like truly a ray of hope like from the heavens above. Um, I just felt really excited and blessed and honored to be chosen to be this year's artist in residence. Honestly, very grateful for this opportunity and excited for my residency. All right. So what can we expect from you during your residency? So there will be a variety of um, different events. So things like artist talks, I'll be visiting schools, I'll be performing workshops, and just like a host of community and fashion-related events. Um, And it's really for all ages. There will be things that are specifically for kids, specifically for adults. I really want to welcome everybody. I mean, I've even been inviting my friends from out of town as long as COVID is kind of in a safe place. I'm like, please come. So everybody's welcome um, to come to the events. We'll definitely have some virtual events so that we can stay safe with COVID. You are, you mentor, you mentioned this earlier, you mentor young people. Um, You have your own um, program, mentoring program. Tell us about that program, if you will. So one of the amazing things that my parents have always instilled on me is 
to, you know, while you're trying to climb upwards to create space for other Black people, especially in the design community, because there are not a lot of us. And there are so, so, so many just amazingly talented, creative um, Black and minority kids who, and really adults, who never even knew that they could make a career out of different creative fields, different design fields. And it's honestly tragic um, in the design community and the world to give a, a just a bigger view will benefit from getting to hear these voices. So it's always been something that's been really important to me to kind of build into the next generation and whatever I can do to help someone who's interested in a creative career, um, specifically fashion design, whatever I can do to help, to mentor. Um, it's something that I'll definitely do. No brainer. If you just want advice, if you need me to look at your collection and you're at DAP right now, um, it's just something that I'll always make time for because it's really important to me because I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't have people build into me and people continuously even present day building into me. Um, so it's something that I definitely think I'm charged to do. And um, so, yeah, so the program Creative to, Create It to Create, um, that was birthed out of the idea that um, I really wanted to see more diversity, not just in fashion, but specifically at my alma mater. Um, I'd love to see more Black and minority students at DEP because it's an amazing program and it was amazing for me. And I know that it would be amazing for um, these kids that I mentor, and even ones that I don't. Um, so I created this idea and I kind of partnered with Crossroads um, to do a one-day event where we had high schoolers and um, some older middle schoolers come out just for a day to kind of learn what design fields are, um, different creative careers they could get into. And we gave them like a little design project and let them create something and present and have a little critique. And it was, it was just like a huge hit. Like I met so many young, talented um, women who I'm like, okay, I need to figure out a way to build into them even more. So Create It to Create kind of came from that. Uh, the girls that are in the program are young Black women, so identity is always a huge reoccurring theme for us. And they're just amazingly creative young women who have that raw talent and don't have that formal introduction to the fashion world and really remind me a lot of myself. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Asha, if our listeners would like to find out more about your work with Taft Museum of Arts, Duncanson Artists in Residence, um, how can they find out more? So if you want to hear more about my residency, you can check out the Taft Museum's website, which is taftmuseum.org. You can also check out my website, which is ashaama.com. All right. Thank you so much, Ash. I really do appreciate it. Thank you and best of luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a good rest of your day. We've been speaking to Asha Ama Bias Daniels. She is the current Duncanson artist in residence at the Taft Museum. Again, all morning long, we're speaking to local women who are currently making black history. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.